Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, where we embark on a transformative journey, delving into the mystic realms of esoteric wisdom and unveiling the secrets that empower us to thrive in the tangible world. I'm your host, Taylor Valera, and I am thrilled to be your guide on this extraordinary voyage. In this sacred space, we explore the profound, the enigmatic, and the spiritually awakening aspects of life. It's here that we not only learn, but apply the hidden gems of esoteric knowledge, weaving them into the fabric of our everyday existence. Through this alchemical blend of ancient wisdom and contemporary understanding, we strive to illuminate the path towards personal transformation and empowerment. This podcast is a tribute to the divine feminine, a celebration of the nurturing and guiding force of the mother matriarch in our world. Together, we honor and uplift the sacred essence of femininity, embracing its strength, wisdom, and grace as we navigate the intricate tapestry of life. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, enlightenment, and empowerment, join us in our exploration of the mystical and practical, the ethereal and the real, as we unlock the esoteric secrets that enrich our lives. Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, your source for embracing the power of transformation and honoring the divine feminine within us all. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. It has been a while since I have shown my face, but I decided it was time for another video to go hand in hand with the podcast so we can see each other and connect like we always do. So this week, we're going to be discussing the Barbie movie and the subversion of the Mother Matriarch Matrix. Now, if you watch my TikTok decodes, I talk a lot about the esoteric world and how a lot of the archetypes that we see are being played out on the world stage as we're going through a reversal of the divine masculine back into the feminine again. And it was only natural that they released the Barbie movie. Now, Barbie has been a symbol, at least since I was a little girl for a very long time, for femininity and watching women step into their power and their roles. But I like to dive a little bit deeper and look at who exactly they have playing these characters and why. So the star of the movie is Margot Robbie. And if you look into her background, it's pretty interesting. She is playing the archetype of Barbie, who is the face, obviously, of this company, but also a figure that is represented by the mother of all of creation. Now, Margot Robbie is a cancer, and I resonate with this because, of course, I am a cancer, but it is the mother water sign energy, and that's kind of what Barbie represents in a way, and it is no coincidence that the movie starts off um, having scenes at the beach. Of course, we've seen Beach Barbie, too, so this plays out very often, but Margot Robbie was born in Queensland, Australia. Queensland, very funny because Barbie is the queen of her land, obviously. Now, you could say this is a reach, but I look very deeply into things and find the deeper meanings in all of them. And so as I watch this movie, it intrigues me, of course. You know, I kind of thought it was going to be a very basic movie, nothing really in-depth, but it goes through this whole thing where Barbie is having a Truman Show-like experience. And if you've seen The Truman Show, it's a movie with Jim Carrey where he is living every day like Groundhog's Day, and then all of a sudden, small things start to change in his reality and suddenly his whole world is shifted where he sees the world that he lives in is not where he thought he was and so Barbie is in her perfect dreamland and 
automatically it took me back to being a child and playing with Barbie in her perfect dream house where she had her car, she had her house, you know, all the workers around her, all the people in power were all women. And they have these really funny scenes where they show women like in Congress and in the presidency, especially Issa Rae playing the president, I thought was really cool that they had her play that part. But watching women take over not the not just the world but they had their own universe where things were in harmony and balance and if you look into esoteric studies enough you know that everything actually started with the mother matriarch this is why a lot of things actually all things are derived from the water why because when we come through our mother's womb we come through the waters and bring our souls here into earth so that automatically had me watching the movie. I'm like, okay, this is getting a little deep. So as you go through the movie, Barbie one day has a thought about death. Um, Ken is kind of chasing after and pursuing her, but she's not really paying him attention. She's just living her life. And so I know this probably rang true for a lot of women watching this movie and resonated, but I really wondered if they took in what is happening out on the world stage. You see, the masculine, it's not that it's losing right now. Things are starting to balance out. Everything in the world has a cycle. It has a beginning and an end, and then everything starts again. It's one big circle. And for the longest time, especially as of the last year when I've been really getting into my esoteric studies, I've noticed that the way that things have been run for so long just have not been working. The world has been suffering, whether it be from poverty, sickness, any of these things that have all derived from a very masculine type of energy. Now, there's nothing wrong with the masculine. I believe that we need both the masculine and the feminine, but with the elimination of the feminine spirit, and I mean in every aspect of the word when it comes to that, like in nature, the elimination of the natural beauty of the world and turning it into a bunch of bland buildings. This is kind of what we see with Barbie land versus the real world. And so she enters this phase where she meets weird, strange Barbie, a Barbie who was played with too hard in the real world. And she sends her out on a journey. And it's like the whole Matrix thing going on where she gives her two shoes. She gives her a little pretty pink heel and a Birkenstock and says, you can choose. And she's like giving her the illusion of choice. Like you can go out into the real world and see what it's really like and why you're having these thoughts of death and, you know, how it's connected to the girl that's playing with you. Or you can stay here in perfect land. And she's like, okay, I want to stay here in perfect land. No, like, and that's the thing about life. We think that we have a choice. And I think it's a yes and no. I think it's all about perception. I believe when you're stepping into the next phase of your life, you think that there is a choice. Like you can choose to stay the same or move forward, but inevitably life will always push you forward. So when we're looking at the world in itself right now and noticing everything that is happening, both on a political level, on the world stage, we see that the role of women, the feminine in particular, is coming back to rise again. Look at any movie that's come out right now. Look at the way that Barbie was hyped up like in trends this year, not just because of the movie, but because it's about the feminine empowerment. And we see this reflected in a lot of ways, sometimes negative and sometimes positive. But as the movie went on, it had me connecting all these things that I've been finding, such as the financial institution of the world is connected to the original code of the Sibyls, which were the Mer people or Lemuria, if you're interested in that. And it's just very interesting because water is a form of abundance, but it's also a powerful form of energy, one that is able to birth human souls. And so we're looking at the Barbie world and how everything's perfect there. 
it kind of leads you to think maybe was there a world where the feminine was the thriving power and to me it's not about oh the masculine part of my brain is getting in the way of me thinking logically as a feminine being but that I can balance both and they added that like in a cute little scene about, um I think when the Barbies were in a courtroom working so the movie goes on and Barbie goes into the real world and sees that things are not the way that they are in her perfect world. For example, in her world, the women are the construction workers, as well as the presidents, the writers, the Supreme Court judges, all of this. And she gets into the real world and she's automatically fondled by men and, you know, just treated like we know women are treated in this world. And so Ken... <laughs> who is approaching Barbie at the beginning of the movie you know he's just known as her side piece her side character he doesn't really have a purpose and so I thought this was really interesting because if you look into the original cosmology story of creation it is about Sophia and Sophia was the original mother goddess according to mythology and she was separated she had a divine counterpart who was her syzygy now a syzygy is also a celestial alignment but it was her divine twin and the divine twins have been told in mythology for a very long time now and so i think of ken as barbie's syzygy so he goes into the real world with her he accompanies her she doesn't know that he's going he hides out in the back seat and they go into the real world. Now, when Ken's there, he realizes that this is not Barbie land and women do not run everything. And so he sees this very um, diluted version, <laughs> or not even diluted, This, the form of the patriarchy shows up in his peripherals or his views and he sees that men have all the power in this world and so he thinks everything is just as easy, easily accessible to him as it would be for Barbie and Barbie land. So time goes on, of course, and as Barbie is transformed through this world and seeing everything as it is, she's a little taken back. And one thing that keeps me really curious is that if women or feminine beings in particular realize that this whole matrix that we live under actually started with the feminine, everything is a replication of the womb the portal in which we come through as souls to get into the physical realm. I always wonder, does anybody ever actually think about that? Do they think that we just all showed up here one day or that there was a divine source of creation that was replicated? You see, when the syzygy, when Sophia was separated from her divine twin, it was a broken heart almost, at least from my understanding of the story. She was separated from her whole being into two. And so you have the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And the masculine is just a replication of the feminine, but it's the exact opposite, kind of like when you see the yin and yang symbols. And so seeing what happened with Barbie as she goes into the real world and then she's kind of trying to reclaim this power back or fix the world. Because after she had these thoughts of death, it's kind of like Jim Carrey in The Truman Show. He goes through these different parts of life trying to figure out how he can get out of this Matrix-like world. And Barbie's trying to figure out why the girl who is playing with her or who has played with her is unhappy because she is connected and linked. And it kind of makes me think like your past self and your future self or if we take like the idea of the 4D, 5D, 60, 7D into perspective, there is a version of us that is looking back at the version of us now and helping us elevate on some level. So 
with the story of Sophia, I think that the fact that they keep putting Barbie movies out there, when I say Barbie movies, I mean doll movies like the Megan movie, Annabelle, um, with, with some other ones that I've seen over time. Life Size is one of them. If you've seen them with Tyra Banks, it's an old movie with Lindsay Lohan, Mannequin. They're telling this esoteric story about this feminine being, Isis, if you will. Um, and I know there's a lot of different names that she's had over time, but bringing her and putting her into a life-size body, transferring her soul into this world that she doesn't really belong to, and then she changes it somehow. And I find it real funny that they keep replicating the same story because it's like, okay, what do you do with this information when you realize that they're telling you that they are replicating the source of divine femininity and trying to make it into something artificial? They have the Sophia robot made by Hanson Robotics, right? Everybody has seen it. I think it died on a certain day. Like, how do you kill a robot except turning it off? But this um this robot was based off of audrey hepburn now audrey hepburn was known since for a breakfast at tiffany's also her birthday was may 4th may 4th like may the 4th be with you i know everybody knows that joke um may is the time of awakening and birth and also so many esoteric decodes i've done with this like the wizard of oz and the emerald city but Barbie was coming to this awakening, kind of like Dorothy and Oz or Alice in Wonderland. And so as feminine beings or anyone listening to this podcast, what do you do with this information and these stories and these mythologies? I think first off, it's important to recognize how things have happened over time. For example, when Ken realized that the patriarchy was not in power, but in this other opposite world it was, it gave him a sense of belonging almost. And as terrible as we know that it looks most of the time, I wonder that in the very beginning when Sophia was split from her divine counterpart, was he missing something? He was missing his feminine aspect. And so he had to find that and it was externalized both in the physical and in the spiritual. And just like we know everything is perspective, there is a good and there is a bad to everything. And I don't even like using the words good and bad. They're just energies. One is can be a darker energy. One can be a lighter energy. That does not make one wrong. It is simply perspective. And in seeing that, how do we respond? How do we move forward? Well, I think it's important that women realize that they have had the power that they've been looking for all along. The power that was taken from us that was replicated that was turned into something else that is still continually being transformed into a technological thing like the the art of creation the art of the woman has been transformed into literally something artificial not real we realize our power and then we utilize and take it back now there are millions of ways to do this for some people it may be spiritual for some people it may be physical but realizing who you are I think is the most important and so there is this important scene that one of my decode friends had pointed out where Barbie meets Ruth Handler she doesn't know who she is at the time but Ruth Handler is the CEO of Mattel it was Ruth Handler and her husband who created Barbie and so she meets her and she's wondering like who am I like what is my purpose what am I supposed to do and there's this whole scene like Neo and the Oracle it's the exact same scene literally she's sitting in a kitchen and she gives her the whole little talk about you know who you are you don't have to go look for it just be it and so she goes out into the world and 
you know, I don't want to give away the movie, but you'll see what happens from there. So the men can take what he's learned about the patriarchy back into Barbie land and turns it into Kendom. Now I've done tons of decodes about this because Kendom, the dome is dominion. It's the ruling of the head, your perspective, all of that. But Ken was missing a part of himself too. And it wasn't until Barbie was able to help all the other Barbies wake up and realize who they were, that they were able to take that power back for themselves and not just for themselves, but to literally fix the world to help women see themselves in a light that they have not yet. And I believe we are still so used to handing over our power to something that we think is greater than ourselves. We don't realize that it is merely a reflection of who we are. It empowered me. And I know like that's kind of weird for me to say because I don't I don't even remember really playing with Barbies as a child. I, in fact, I think I got like I had a Barbie dream house. I actually asked my mom for a picture, I remember, but I did not look happy about it um, because it always felt like an illusion world, like Barbie in this perfect world, this perfect life with their pointy toes and just going about life. I'm like, this is not how women live. And there was a point where one of the heroines of the story, her daughter was talking about Barbie and, you know, how she set back feminism hundreds of years. But I don't think that it was Barbie that did that. I don't think it was the idea of Barbie. It was the people who were utilizing Barbie as the source of creation in order to fund what they needed, which was personal power. They couldn't create their own, so they had to replicate hers. And I don't think any of this is a bad thing. I don't think this means, yeah, burn men to the ground burn down the masculine we don't need it we don't need it around anymore it's simply perspective and then utilizing what you know in order to help awaken yourself what i've been learning on a deep level that it's i've been trying to figure out how to share with people is that i've been learning so much about the financial system um, learning about estates surnames where how everything derives back to the water and our source of creation and one of the things that has stuck out to me the most about it is that we just don't seem to know where we come from. We don't know where we come from and what it really and truly means here in this physical reality. I've learned so much about the afterlife, about transforming, um, things I've learned utilizing psychedelics and how I've learned about myself and what my purpose is looking around at the world it makes me realize that it has been turned into a kingdom literally on every level on every sense of the word word and what my purpose is is to bring the matriarchy back into the position that it's supposed to be so that we can restore the natural balance of the planet where both the masculine and the feminine have equal parts to offer and the masculine and feminine exist in each and every one of us um Another esoteric thing I'd like to point out about the Barbie movie that I have shared in TikTok decodes, but I kind of want to point out for people. So the characters that they choose to play, remember I said something about Margot Robbie and her being born in Queensland and her being a cancer. Well, the woman who plays Ruth Handler also played the character Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. Now, if you haven't seen Little Shop of Horrors, it is a state Broadway stage play, but it was transformed into a film with Rick Moranis and Ellen Green, I believe is her name, and she played Ruth Handler. In the movie, there is a Venus flytrap that the main character, Seymour, captures and he starts selling. And it is a man-eating plant. If you've heard of a Venus flytrap, we've seen it in things like the Mario game. It is a man-eating plant that thrives off of blood. Now, the plant he names the Audrey too. 
Remember I just also said that the Sophia robot was based off of Audrey Hepburn. Audrey comes from a word that actually refers to the daughter of Thor. Thor is obviously we know the thunder god, the god of Zeus. It's this story they keep replaying over and over again like the Little Mermaid movie like with Poseidon and Triton where there's a daughter to a great king and she falls in love with a human man of some sort and she loses this part of her soul. It's the same Sophia story that they're telling over and over. So we were once one being and then in order for creation to happen, it had to be split into two. And in being split into two, when the masculine, AKA the material, got whiff of itself, saw what it was, it said, okay, well, I'm going to make myself into physical matter, therefore making myself separate from the feminine. And over time, it seems like it has just like gotten weighed out to the point where the feminine has been crushed. Her spirit has been suppressed in every sense of the word all around the world, no matter where you are. It's time for that to change. It's time for that to reverse. It's time to wake up from that. That that part is over. So let's not get stuck in that idea. And also, we can't just blame the men in general because we're talking about a spiritual energy that both parties have participated in over time simply because there has been no awareness of self. And so once we gain that awareness of self, that's what's so powerful about esoteric knowledge. Once you gain that awareness of self and who you are, your brain starts making connections faster and you can figure out how to apply these things in the real world. I feel so empowered learning this knowledge, but the scary part is going out into the world with it and saying, this is who I am and this is what I choose to step into. There was a scene where they were telling Barbie, trying to convince her to just go back into the box, put her little cuffs on and be who she was. And I think it's interesting because when the movie came out, of course, and I've seen this as a photographer too, people do like, these shoots but it also seems like a ritual like the boxing of the doll and or another soul taking over the doll and she steps back into her world where everything is one way and she's not really facing real life experiences and barbie she realizes what's happening she's like nope and starts running and that's that's the energy that I hope that people gain from this and step into. You don't have to go back in the box. You don't have to play the part that everybody's expecting of you. You empower yourself when you step fully into who you're supposed to be. You know, doing this, what I'm doing now, I couldn't have seen myself doing this five years ago. I always knew that I had purpose, but I thought that my purpose was supposed to look one way, especially as a mother too. Um, and one of the main characters, the one who is in fact the person who is playing with Barbie in the real world, real world ooh, tongue twister, um, is a mother. And she's played by America Ferreira, which obviously it took me back because America Ferreira, one of her most famous roles is playing Ugly Betty. <laughs> um, also a story about a woman stepping into her power and her divine right. So notice who's playing these parts because I know a, a question I get very often is, well, what does it all mean, Taylor? It means that realize that the world plays out archetypes very often, but it is up to us to change and define those roles for ourselves. We cannot let anyone define us. And ultimately, I believe that's what Barbie learned at the end of the movie because towards the end, she's like, well, what do I do now? Who am I? You know, I fulfilled my role as this feminine matriarch, but what do I do now? And she decides to go into the real world. 
I have gained the most power when I have just stepped into doing what I naturally do, which is to help other people transform their lives by shedding truth and knowledge that I didn't learn from books, but that I've always known within my soul. Books have done nothing but been refreshers for me. You know, I actually, I want to share something um, in the name of honesty. There is a lecturer that I truly admire that I've learned a lot from over the past year. And in revamping up my podcast, I wanted to get him on the show. Now, most of the lecturers I've learned, I've mentioned this before, that I've ever listened to, especially about esoteric knowledge, have been men. And I reached out, had a professional email and everything, and I got rejected. I don't know why I got rejected. He said he was busy. You know, that could have been the reason. But I was upset in the moment. And then I realized it's a good thing I wasn't on his podcast because it's time for me to define myself for myself. I wanted him on the show because he has a huge following and I thought he just had so much knowledge it would be great for other people to hear him. And then I thought, wait a minute. This is the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. I put my name in this for a reason. When I first started, like my whole platform, the name was a joke because... I was talking a lot about cannabis and how it helped change my life at the beginning, like THC. And then I realized there's a reason on a soul level why I put my name in this, because I know who I am. I saw myself in the Barbie movie represented as someone who is here to change the world slowly but surely into bringing the divine feminine back to light bringing motherhood, bringing sisterhood, bringing womanhood back to the forefront of this society and so that we can reshape things the way they're supposed to, giving people an opportunity, all people an opportunity for education, a chance to enjoy the arts, sciences, you know, to have healthy food, to be able to work in balance and harmony with other people to create the world that we should be living in. And those transitions will happen over time. I know this. I know that 20, 30 years from now, I'll go back and look at this episode and know that this was just the very beginning of the shift that the world is going into. You know, I know a lot of people are scared right now um, when they see all the things happening on a technological level and with war and politics. But to me, everything has its season and everything has its time. Everything will shift and transition in the ways that it's meant to. And if this world truly started off with the matriarchy, because I want you all to know the first civilizations of this world were from double gendered beings and then feminine beings as well. So the idea of the matriarchy, I show this so much in decodes and I'm going to try to do a better job of showing it in videos on here too, but they all come from a divine feminine being who birthed creation through her waters through her waters our planet is made of water we are made of water this is because everything comes from the conscious world the conscious world then turns into the material world but the material world would be nothing without first conscious thought and so in knowing that you know that you need both in order to play that role there are so many people over time who have gotten separated from understanding what that truly means and what it can do for their own lives in order to empower them so I definitely recommend this movie for young women, for girls, for men too, who need to see both sides of the story because I don't think anyone should hate Ken because, or all the Kens. Also, some of the people they had play the Kens. Number one, Ryan Gosling was one. He has been in a movie about a doll, I believe. Um, it was called 
Lars and the Real Girl, where he carries around this mannequin with him. Two, they had Kingsley Benadir, um, who also played, remember I talked about the syzygy. If you've seen the show, the OA, he plays the OA, the main character, her syzygy, her divine twin. He also most recently played a character called Gravik in Secret Invasion by Marvel, which Gia, who is his opposite, Gia is Gaia, is played by the same woman who plays Daenerys Targaryen. So these feminine roles opposite male, they put everybody in these roles for a reason. It's up to you to make the connections though and see why. It's not so you can sit hiding under the covers and be scared of the world, so you can see that everything is played out on the world stage in an archetype. And here in this physical realm, in order to reach your heaven on earth, it is important to tap into who you are. And again, everyone has the masculine and feminine inside of them. It's not just one person. It's not just one type of being. So, I've said a lot. <laughs> but it's going to be an exciting time to constantly see shift and change in this world. To see the feminine step back into her matriarchal queen role to see the roles of the matrix reversed, no longer to encage us in a prison, but to connect us to a neural network where we can be anything we want, see anything we want, just like Barbie, just like any character she wanted to be. She didn't have to question herself to wonder if she was good enough to step into the role, to wonder if she was powerful enough to hold certain positions. She just was. Every one of us has the potential to just be. So until next time, this has been the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to subscribe on any streaming service and also here on YouTube. I'll be back next week with another episode. And as always, let love lead the way. Bye.